Greetings, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Have a Session. Before we start today's episode, we're going to give a quick shout out to a local business that I feel everybody should pay, should listen to and check out. When you're driving your vehicle and the time comes that you have to present your identification, your insurance, your registration, isn't it troubling to go searching through your glove compartment or your middle console just to get that information? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. The SOS kit provides you the ability to make it easier to provide and present that identification and information. The SOS kit, it stands for Stand on Safety. Once you endorse this product, you stand on safety. Once you invest in this product, you're beginning to save our souls. The SOS kit, stand on safety. The SOSkit.com. Welcome everybody to another, welcome everybody to Let's Have a Session. I'm your host, Slickster. We're about to have a, a friend of mine join us, my boy Raph, who's a, who is a certified uh, fantasy football champion. He does also, he does also fantasy basketball. And we're about to get into it today. Raph to the Izzo. Thanks for joining us today, man. Can you hear me? I am live, sir. He is live. He is live. Welcome to the session, sir. I'm really glad to have you here. Um, Let's not, let's, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it, sir. Get right into this, it, buddy. Dive this, right in. This session right here, we're gonna we're gonna start it off with the NBA playoffs. The the season is over. The playoffs have been determined. We are ready to get it rolling. Right now, the Western Conference is looking with Utah holding it down at the number one seed. The number two seed is the Phoenix Suns. The number three seed is the Denver Nuggets. Four is going to the Clippers. Five, the Dallas Mavericks. Six, the Portland Trailblazers. Now, for the play-in tournament, it's looking like it's going to be the number seven Los Angeles Lakers versus the Golden State Warriors, who are coming in number eight. The number nine Memphis Grizzlies will be taking on the San Antonio Spurs, who are at number ten. So, before I get into the East, let's let's since I just started with the West, let's talk about them real quick. This looks really good right here. I am feeling. All the teams that are in there, the play-in matchup looks pretty cool. Um, it looks like the winner of Golden State and Lakers will face Phoenix, and the loser would face the winner of Memphis and San Antonio. Now, right. Raph to the Izzo, I'm going to bring it right to you. What are you hyped for? Which series and go? First of all, I'm very hyped to, to watch this Lakers-Warriors uh, game. Um I'm sure both of these teams will end up in the playoffs regardless, but it is interesting that these, you know, arguably two of the supposed to be two of the top teams in the conference, but obviously because of injuries and, and so on, they're not. So it is an interesting matchup. Uh, I, I would almost think it's almost beneath them to be in this, at this point, but you know, it is what it is. So I'm excited to see that matchup. I'm, you know, Lakers are pretty healthy now. They should win that one. Um, and it should be a great, uh, uh, great series uh, after that with Phoenix. As far as Golden State, I'm not sure. I can't really decide on whether the Spurs or the Grizzlies are going to win. Um, if I had a pick, I'd pick the Grizzlies. You know, they're a bit better. Um, I still think the Warriors would win whatever, whoever they play. And I, I think that would also, it would also be a great series with the Jazz. So, 
you know, it's very, uh, looks very uh, like a, it's going to be an unpredictable uh, playoff here, at least in the West. Um, I do think the Lakers, though, you know, defending champions, everyone healthy, I think it'll be very tough to beat them, you know, regardless of who they play. Yeah, definitely the Lakers uh, when they're all healthy and you're bringing back that championship caliber from last season. Uh, it's it's most likely looking like LeBron and, and uh, the Lakers will be making another appearance to the finals. I honestly, I wouldn't mind it being Phoenix. I think Phoenix has uh, an incredible team uh, with the addition of Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder coming from Miami. I really think Phoenix has a high chance of making that finals appearance. Uh, but uh, as you and I both know, Raph, it really comes down to playoff experience and playoff knowledge, which Chris Paul has, but not necessarily the rest of the team for Phoenix. And that's why uh, I agree with you that the Lakers, they have the knowledge, they have the skills, they're all healthy. So it's looking like it might be the Lakers making that return appearance, but it, it, it's it's unpredictable, as you said earlier. All right, so let's get let's get to the Eastern Conference, all right? Number one, Philadelphia. Wow, I'm 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 not surprised. I'm actually I'm actually very uh very pleased to see this w- yeah. with them getting Doc Rivers. Number Doc two, Rivers, yep. yep. Uh, number two, Brooklyn. I mean, when you got Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden uh, spearheading that team right there, uh, you kind of expect that Brooklyn should take that number two spot. Milwaukee coming in at number three. Number four, the New York Knickerbockers. Very, very pleased to see them holding it down, making a playoff appearance. And right behind them, the Atlanta Hawks. Got to give them respect for making it to the playoffs. And then number six, got to give it to the 305. My squad, Miami Heat, they are number six. And with the play-in on the play-in tournament on the Eastern Conference, we are seeing Boston at number seven face Washington at number eight, which was, uh, I think, a change today because yesterday they were, uh, Washington was number nine, but with, I guess, the win that they just got, they are now at number eight. They'll be facing Boston. And on the other end, we're going to have Indiana face Charlotte, and it's going to be the winner of Boston and Washington. They face Brooklyn, where the loser would face the winner of Indiana and Charlotte. This is also a very, very unpredictable side that we have on the Eastern Conference. Granted, uh, there are some uh, heavy favorites with regards to Milwaukee and Philly, uh, but I mean, it's anybody's game. And Raph, I gotta, I gotta bring it back to you, man. What are you? What are you looking forward to? Well, first things first. I'm looking forward to to watching uh, either the Celtics or the Hornets get slaughtered by Brooklyn. If you think about it, they're basically like two games off of, of first seed. And they've they've only had Durant, Harden, and Irving healthy together maybe for like three or four games. I don't even know. It's some ridiculous number. It's, it's like, definitely Literally, they have yeah. not been healthy all season. And they're literally like almost number, almost first seed. Right. So that shows you the kind of depth they have in that team. They have good players, good coaching, you know, Steve Nash. <clears throat> um, so that's that's just gonna be like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a sacrifice. That's that's what we're gonna do. They're gonna sacrifice one of these teams just to show what Brooklyn can do. And uh as far as the other side, uh the Wizards, uh, you know, the the 9-10 matchup, uh, you know, Wizards are fun to watch only because Westbrook. But I think that's about that's about where it stops. I do think they'll probably beat the Pacers. Um, 
you know, it sucks because there's a good chance that the, the Celtics don't even make the playoffs. You know, they lost Jalen Brown. It's going to be tough. Um, if the if the Wizards do beat the Pacers, they're gonna be you know they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be playing pr- pretty hard, man, to try to get into that playoff. So I really could see the Celtics not making it unless they beat the Hornets. Um, but again, it's irrelevant because if they do beat the Hornets, they'll get slaughtered by Brooklyn either way. Uh, the the Sixers, like you said, you know Doc Rivers finally putting the team together. You know, getting Embiid and uh, Simmons to play together and. Um, couple other good players to have. I'm looking forward to whatever matchup that is. I'm sure they'll take care of business. Uh, the Knicks, man, they they made a good run this year, man. It's good to see the Knicks back in the playoffs. It's good to see the Knicks going in winning streaks. It's good to see, you know, Julius Randle, who, you know, Lakers felt were you know, unworthy of being a part of their team. Yeah. You know, here he is playing at an MVP level. You got a couple other good young players. I'm, you know, looking forward to see uh, Obi Topin in the future. You know how he develops. That could be a good team down the line if they can keep them together. However, I do think the the Bucks, um, they they've fallen short here a couple of years straight. They have a really strong squad, one of the best players in the whole NBA, and Giannis. So I do think they'll they'll take care of business right there if that is indeed the the matchup that we get to see. These matchups are finalized. Do we know? Yep, these matchups are finalized. This is it. This, this, is, is, this it. is it right here. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I was actually I was actually just making sure uh, while you were while you were going and giving your your info your your perspective on this whole layout, and uh, it is confirmed. Well, uh, with the play playing tournament, Lakers and Warriors will be facing each other. Okay. Uh, Boston and Washington will be facing each other. Um, you know, and uh, I got to say, man, uh, the playing tournament, I find it a, a, an interesting little concept that the NBA is, has put together. Um, That's it, nice. defi- it definitely it definitely gives uh, those teams that, as you were saying, with regards to the Lakers, you know, how they were dealing with a lot of injuries. It definitely gives them that chance to uh, still make an appearance to the playoffs. Uh, now that everybody's healthy, they're obviously going to take that uh, full steam ahead. And unfortunately, it has to be Golden State. Golden State minus Clay Thompson. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's it's the way the roll the dice rolls. Um, to the East, I gotta say, I'm I'm rooting for Miami, man. I'm rooting for Miami. And if it's not Miami, I gotta go for Philly. Um, I wasn't really a Joel Embiid fan because of his. Um, I gotta give him respect to his mental uh, game, where he does get in the minds of his opponents. And it kind of bothered me. He kind of got in my head, too, where it bothered me how he would just still score damn near almost 40, 50 points a game. And whoever his opponent is, he's all in his head and they're not playing to their to the maximum of their abilities. So if it's not Miami, I'm gonna go for Philly. Uh, So if it's not on the West, if it's not the Lakers, I would like it to be Phoenix. So the, those are my four teams right there. Uh, much respect to New York, as you were just saying earlier. You know they definitely have a strong upcoming roster with uh, Julius Randle heading that heading that train. Um, and Milwaukee, yep, uh, Milwaukee. They're they're pretty much at that. You know, you either win or we got to do something. And I think uh, the coach, uh, Bud Budholzer, Budheiser. I, I'm sorry, forgive me for mispronouncing his name. You said Budholzer. Butthole, butthole. <laughs> uh, he's he's on the hot seat. Uh, a lot of a lot of coaches are on the hot seat. Well, not necessarily all the coaches, but there are several several coaches on the hot seat. 
and uh, it's boom or bust, man. You got you either you either take it all the way, or if you fall short, gotta gotta change the whole scheme of things. Uh, but I'm yeah. definitely very interested to see how this is all gonna play out. Obviously, in the past we've always watched a certain series, but I feel like in this tournament, in this playoff picture, we're gonna watch all these games. I mean, definitely these playoff, the play-in tournaments. So it's exciting. I'm excited. I know you're excited. And yeah. uh, can't wait to see what happens. Uh, I guess the, the the playoffs will start or the playing tournament will start this coming week. And uh, much, much luck. And uh, I wish nothing but the best for these playing teams. And we'll see what happens. So yeah. from there, from our little sports session, Raph, let's go into a session that you and I, we've definitely enjoyed talking about for a long, long time. Let's talk about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We've just finished their two, I want to say, fantastic series that they've uh, released to us in WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, There's more to come, but we're going to dive into those two. First one being WandaVision. Uh, Before you jump in, Raph, let me just say I loved it. I thought it was excellent. I I enjoyed even the creativity that they went with the first couple episodes, it being black and white. Uh, the introduction of the kids was phenomenal. Even uh, MCU's a little, uh, I guess it's their their way of messing with the fans for Quicksilver. I enjoyed it. So uh, I, I, I can definitely see that this is going to set up a lot of storylines for the future. But before we we get we dive into that, tell me what you think. What did you think about WandaVision? I thought it was an amazing show. I thought um, it was different. Um, I thought it was nostalgic to get to watch uh, how they were playing the whole, uh, um, you know, when they were doing the the TV shows and stuff yeah. like that back in going back to the 60s, 70s, Brady Bunch. Yep. They had some uh, Full House family ties in there. Like I thought that was neat. I thought it showed what great actress uh lizzie olsen is um she's amazing she was able to pull all those decades off all those shows off like perfectly like the way they were supposed to be and they all were her um uh paul bettany um what's her name agatha i forgot what her name is uh but she did an awesome job and it was just great to watch um it was also different Initially, I love the, the the suspense we had. The you know every Friday after we watched the episodes, we would try to figure out what's gonna happen. You know what what does this mean? What, is, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying that that's just that's just awesome. You know what I'm saying that's just the, the great thing about these shows is that we uh, we get to talk about it every Friday. You know we get to anticipate the following episode. We get to make predictions. And uh, and that's that lasts you know between six and nine weeks depending on the uh, how many episodes a show has, which is different than movies because movie come out we'll talk about it you know then we just have to wait for the next one and then that's right. it. But that's the great thing about these shows and um, so I love that about the show. I love that what it's you know the what it's gonna mean for the future. There's so many different storylines here. We got the you know we got the kids. Are they gonna join the Young Avengers? You know what I'm saying? We got we got Vision, you know, uh, the white Vision, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because he's part of the West Coast Avengers in the comics. And what is he? Where is he going? 
Right. You know what I'm saying? We got Agatha. You know, she's going to come back at some point. Yeah, she's still there. Um, yeah. And we got, uh, you know, we That's got... Spectre. Spectre or Spectre? Uh, uh, Spectrum, yes. Spectrum, uh, Monica yeah. Rambeau. Monica Rambeau, yeah. Monica freaking Rambeau. She's going to go straight into Captain Marvel 2, which is now titled The Marvels. Yep. So I'm wondering if that's going to be like a a new group. I, I'm assuming women because you got Kamala Khan as well in that group. She, her show's going to come out later this year. So, the, man, there's so many different things. And we're, we haven't even gotten to Doctor Strange 2, nope. which that's where we're going to see Lizzie. And, and, and then she's going to blow it right. We, we thought it was going to happen in this show where she was going to blow up the multiverse. But, you know, apparently it's coming up in Doctor Strange 2. You know, she got that dark hold. So. You know, she she's studying, man. She's hitting the she's hitting that book hard. She's in that book. So, she's in that book while she's having coffee. Whereas exactly. Doctor Strange was reading books <laughs> while he was sleeping. Yeah, they they definitely did an incredible job. Uh, much respect to Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, and to um to help you out there, uh, Raph. It was Catherine Hahn. That Catherine is Hahn, yes. That is the actor who played uh, Agatha in in the in the show. And she did a great job. I've seen her. Catherine Hahn also, I believe, she played uh, the in uh, Into the Spider Verse. She played the. the I think female, she did a female Doctor Oct. Doctor right? Octopus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a great act. She's a great actor. Much respect to her. I definitely enjoy. It. <clears throat> she's very uh, comedic, and to see her in WandaVision playing that, she she definitely had a comedic role. But she was definitely when it came down to Agatha showing and revealing her intentions we got to see uh, uh, another side of, of Catherine Hahn's uh, acting and I, I, I fell in love with it. I, uh, I got to give respect to Kevin Feige and his team. They know what they're doing. Um, and with WandaVision, let's, let's talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. This was the, this was something that a lot of us were waiting because at the end of Endgame, we see Cap pass the shield to Sam and we're all asking the question, what does that mean? Does that mean Sam is going to be, he's, is he going to be the new Captain America? And I hope I'm not spoiling this for any of you listeners, but wow, to see how it how it went for the transformation of him showing respect to the S.H.I.E.L.D. to not just show, still showing that respect, but embracing it. Much respect to Anthony Mackie uh, to see, uh, you know, to see uh, our, our friend Fritz he cla- he classifies him as Clarence from Eight Mile to see Clarence <laughs> transform into <clears throat> Sam Wilson, yeah, <laughs> from Cranbook. <laughs> to see him transform into what it is we're watching today, Sam Wilson, Falcon becoming Captain America, which it, it, pretty much that's where where it went, was phenomenal. I I enjoyed every episode. Uh, you know, uh, it was only six episodes, whereas Wandavision was nine episodes. And it's fine with me. I liked it. Sebastian Stan, Winter Soldier. Yeah. I enjoyed his character uh, coming from coming from what I guess would be that PTSD type of uh, of uh, situation for Winter Soldier trying to uh, right his wrongs. So I really enjoyed all of that. And so, what did you think? I mean, like you know, this this is just. This is just me right here, but you, you, yeah. you, you're a big MCU fan. So, what did yeah. you think about Falcon and Winter Soldier? I just wanted to touch up on the episodes really quick. Keep in mind, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, all six episodes were about 47, 50 minutes long. Right. Um, WandaVision started off with the first, uh, I believe, three or four episodes, are about 30 minutes each. 
Mm-hmm. So, because <clears throat> they wanted those sitcom episodes to be shorter, you know, obviously, so they were able to stretch it out. Uh, Kevin Feige did say that some some series is some some of the series coming out in Disney Plus would be six full episodes, and then some of them would be nine shorter episodes. I know She Hulk, I think, is supposed to be nine. Right. Um, right. So, but yeah, but either or, I mean, I'm I'm happy either way. I, I do prefer the longer episodes because. With a thirty-minute episode, which isn't really thirty minutes at the end of the day, you know, it uh, it's thirty minutes with credits, credits, yeah, and the yeah. freaking credits are like seven minutes long, so you do feel like you don't get enough of it, and you have to wait a whole another week. But <clears throat> it is what it is. Um, as far as the show goes, it was amazing. I love the job Mackie did. It was his time to shine. You know what I'm saying? He came in, he stepped in, you know, took the torch or the the baton or whatever the hell you want to call it um and ran with it and he's still running with it um i did figure that i always wondered you know i knew steve rogers was going to retire at some point can't go on forever um i was always wondered because i know bucky and falcon at some point in the comics also had the role of captain america right but i just couldn't see bucky having it i mean he dude killed freaking hundreds of people right whether you know he was brainwashed or not is irrelevant he did what he did. So it only made sense that that Sam would take the shield, especially in the times that we're in today. You know, it's nice to see, uh, you know, another black, you know, superhero, uh, especially with the loss of, you know, Chadwick, you know, rest in peace. I'm rest sure peace, that yeah. they'll, you know, recast, not recast T'Challa, but maybe recast the, the, the Black Panther, <clears throat> because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the Black Panther is the Black Panther. There's not one Black Panther. There's many. Right. Um, yeah, I know rumor has it it'll be Shuri, but either way, uh, I mean, it was nice to see uh, Falcon, uh, Sam take on the mantle. Um, again, he did a great job. The show was amazing. Um, he, it was nice to see that he didn't just take it. You know what I mean? Like he thought at, at the beginning that it didn't make sense. He, I guess he didn't feel he was worthy. He felt it was going to be difficult being a black man as Captain America. You know, and after a while, I guess he realized, you know what, it's going to be difficult, but, you know, it's my job. I, I need to do right. Steve by Cap, for a reason. By Steve and do right by the shield, do right by the symbol and uh, and fight for what he believes in, man. And that's that's great. He did a great job and he is everything that Captain America, you know, embodies, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Captain America 4, what they do with it. Uh, rumor has it he may make an appearance in Black Panther 2 or Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure. That'd be good. That was a rumor. But it, it, it would make sense. Uh, not, well, I don't know about Anthony Mackie, but it would make sense if uh, Winter Soldier, because, you know, in, during uh, after Civil War, uh, Wakanda took Bucky in to help him uh, yes. get through his get through his um, his past. So it would be cool to see uh, Captain America, Anthony Mackie. And Winter Soldier uh, making appearance in, in uh, White Wolf, Black yeah, the White Wolf, yeah, in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That would be pretty cool. Um, one thing I want to definitely throw in with regards to Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was really hoping that Zemo was going to be the bad guy, and how they, I guess, included Zemo into this series. I'm I'm not going to say I was disappointed because one thing you got to give respect to the MCU, Kevin Feige and his team is they don't give you what you want right then and there. You may want 
Zemo to be this, you know, diabolical uh, villain that's causing a problem. But he's they're not going to give it to you right then up, up front. They're going to build it up and they're going to make sure that when they do give you that, they're going to give it to you in ten in, uh, in like 10 times the magnitude of Civil War, what he did with Cap and Iron Man. So, um, like I said, I was I was a little disappointed at first, but then just watching. I mean, first of all, watching Zemo dance, that was hilarious. I, so I definitely enjoyed that if you're not going to get exactly what you want we're going to give you a little bit of something that you're going to enjoy so i uh, i definitely give respect to kevin feige and his team for the involvement that they put zemo uh with captain america or falcon and winter soldier um but you know i and and i can't wait for what's upcoming uh obviously we already know with regards to the series we got loki we got the what if series as you said the marvels um we there's a she hulk and moon knight there's a lot of stuff that's coming that's coming in the works with the mcu and the movies black widows movies should be coming out this year or it is coming out this year followed by the eternal shang chi and spider-man no way out uh no way home no way out that's i, I just finished <laughs> watching i just finished watching backlash so forgive me <laughs> but um we got, I'll give it to MCU, man. They definitely took the pandemic and they used it to the fullest of their capabilities. We have nothing but incredible MCU programs coming through, whether it be a series or if it's a movie. We got some stuff coming out and I can't wait. And um, yeah, man, uh, you get, what, what about you, man? What do you, what, which one are you anticipating for? that you feel is going to be the it's going to be that movie that's going to set the tone listen man it's 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 really hard because there's just so so much content coming out i mean i i i'm i don't even know what to say between eternals shang chi she hulk uh loki doctor strange i mean it's it's really impossible to to talk about all of them because i look forward to all of them the same um, I, I, I obviously Doctor Strange is really big in my list next year because of the whole multiverse and how we, how we're gonna see uh, you know what it's gonna do for the MCU going forward. Obviously Spider Man um, because I've always dreamed of actually seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come back and you know like this into the Spider Verse. Yeah, and I honestly never thought that would happen. And the the more I saw rumors, I just I didn't want to buy into it because I didn't want to be disappointed. Right. And that doesn't even include freaking um Daredevil, you know, uh Charlie, Charlie Cox. Cox. Yep. So that's that's gonna be amazing. That's just gonna be like a a whole two hour orgasm right there watching that movie. So, but without you know, since we don't have time to talk about every single movie, I'm just gonna stick to what's coming up next. We got Loki. And then we got Black Widow. Yep. Uh, Loki, uh, I, I just can't wait. I love Loki. He's, I mean, he's the, one of my favorite characters in the MCU. He's Absolutely. been a villain. He's been an anti-hero. He, he's, he, you know what I mean? He's just amazing. He, I love Tom Hiddleston. I, I'm just happy that they, they finally gave him, uh, well, I'm finally that they're able to give him something like this right because you can't really do a loki movie right there's only so many movies you can put out and there's there's so many characters you don't you just you can't do it right but with these disney plus shows it allows them to do it yep so to see loki and and to see how he's going to go through the timelines you know and from what i understand he's going to be 
apparently going up against some other versions of himself. Uh, there's rumors that there's a season and two Loki that's you know going to be in, in production at some point oh which wow. will not be will not be him it's going to be another version of Loki which I'm going to assume is girl Loki a oh. female Loki yeah so it's going to be it's going to be just a freaking amazing and they have some other great actors in that show you may see Kang the Conqueror um well we're going to see him and in, in, in Ant-Man so that's Ant definitely thing we're going to see yeah so I'm looking forward to that I just I just can't away and then after that we got we got black widow just like loki as well someone that deserved her movie uh, unfortunately you know she never was able to get her movie in early on in phase two right or phase one for that matter which is understandable you know yeah, at the time the main financially heads. like yeah you're, you're really you know you're you know captain america barely made 300 million dollars you know back back at that time you can't you can't really financially didn't make sense to put out a black widow movie because who the hell is black widow right at the time like most yeah. people don't know i mean we know right but the general audience doesn't know so it's it's a it's a it's a it's a business so luckily we're at a point where everybody gets a fucking movie bro i mean you know grew a, a talking tree you know he's yeah. gonna get a disney plus show, he's so. gonna series too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it, I'm, I'm happy to see her get her movie and in, 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 in a way people people that don't understand they're wondering, oh, how's Black Widow getting a movie? Didn't she die? Well, I guess we're gonna watch, right? You know, because it's Marvel, but it's it's really an introduction to her sister, Yelena Belova, mm -hmm. um, and and to see how she's gonna take the mantle in the future. Um, it's gonna possibly be an introduction to the Thunderbolts. You're gonna see General Ross in there. Um, it's just gonna be an amazing movie, you know. Yeah, it's obvious. I think it's I think it's gonna be a better version of of Winter Soldier, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier. Right. Not a better version, but a more, uh, you know, again, that was seven years ago, you know, that movie came out and they've, they've learned a lot since. So I think right. they're going to add and, some things in there. And one thing I'll say is uh, it's obvious that Kevin Feige and MCU right now, they're they're bringing in more characters. That's that's their goal. Their goal is to bring in more characters and make sure that uh, they can continue going, not just for phase five or phase six, but just for phase seven and, and beyond. So. I'm, I'm, we're all excited. Uh, for those of you that are not excited, something's wrong with you. Something's obviously wrong with you. Something is wrong. Get help. <laughs> Something is wrong. Get help. Get help. See somebody. You know, you might want to see the psychiatrist that uh, Winter Soldier was seeing in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, she's definitely got a. She's definitely got a good program that helped Winter Soldier in, uh, <laughs> in his time. But um, man, Raph, I gotta thank you, man, for joining me uh, for our session today. It was definitely great uh, getting your insight in the NBA playoffs, as well as the MCU. Uh, I'm definitely going to have you uh, again. Uh, football season's coming up, and that is something that you and I, we just drool for. Like, we literally drool for football. So I'm definitely going to have you no for that, uh, you know, Can't fantasy wait. football. We're definitely, we're not going to obviously give our, our picks, you know, who we're going to try to get. Uh, we're not going to give that advice out there, but we're going to definitely give the advice <laughs> of what players to look for. Because uh, not only do we want to have fun with our fantasy football, but we want others to have fun too. Because that's what this yeah. is all about. This discussion, these sessions, is just us having fun and just spreading the love to everybody, man. So, Raf, thank you again, man. Really enjoyed you being here. And, uh, man, I can't wait for the next one. And to everybody, I hope you all enjoyed this session. And until our next session, I wish everybody a good night. I right, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Good night, everyone. All right, bro.